Unbelievable. Well, you know, what? what's certainly going to be right there behind you is the biologics, you know, and I could also foresee you coming up with a way that surrounds the ligament you just repaired with a tube that keeps the synovial fluid away so that you can actually go on to heal. So there will be many gifts that you'll get from other areas as those tools and technology increase that you can borrow for the project that you have. Absolutely. And once you get the idea, then it's just a matter of tinkering with it in the lab and trying to figure out how you can actually get it done. And uh, sometimes we'll do animal models, etc., or, or some biomechanic work on the, on the bench to see if it's appropriate before trying it in, in humans. But all of it's exciting because I think that it provides another way of thinking about ligament reconstruction. So break it down for me. The ACL attaches to the femur, the thigh bone. It attaches to the tibia, the shin bone, diagonally comes across the joint inside the joint itself. When an ACL typically tears, where does it tear? Teach the weekend warriors. Does it tear off of the tibia attachment? Does it tear in the middle of the ligament? Does it tear off the femur? Tell us about how these tears typically occur. Well, really, it all depends on the mechanism of how you fall, you know. Um, football players have a different mechanism from skiers, have a different mechanism from someone who pops their knee stepping off the curb. And it's how the energy is transmitted into that ligament. So a good number of them, especially in contact sports, tend to uh, tear the ligament right in the middle. And those are hard to repair because it's almost like stitching a horse's tail back together. Mm-hmm. The ones that I find are easiest to repair and have the best results are the ones that kind of peel right off the, the femur, off the thigh bone. Mm-hmm. And in fact, way back when, uh, Mark Sherman did the paper on ACL repair back in the, in the 80s and showed that, the, in fact, those patients, the ones that pulled off the thigh bone, had the best results. Even mm-hmm. though the overall group didn't have very good results, that specific subset of patients did. And that's what I based my work on, is, is his conclusion or his observation that those are the people that did well. And it tends to cluster in skiers and people who have these kind of slow twisting injuries. Mm-hmm. Not, not exclusively, but certainly skiers tend to have more of those types of, of tears that are amenable to repair. Teach us again, Greg, why so many more ACL tears in women than men? Almost four to five times more in women than men. Why is that? Boy, you and I both know that's a hard one to answer. There's been uh, quite a bit of effort and money and uh, research time dedicated to trying to solve that problem. And they, they really haven't come up with an answer as to one specific reason why. Maybe the, the bony structure or the, uh, the angle at the knee is a little steeper due to women's hep, hips being a little wider. But we don't really have an answer. But it certainly is true that uh, the women suffer far more ACL injuries than men. So, Greg, you finished at the hospital for special surgery what year? 1999. 1999. So who would you say was the most inspiring teacher for you, who inspired you to look at things differently, to try to find a better mousetrap? Who was it there that inspired you? Uh, without question, uh, uh, Dr. Russ Warren, who, who's, uh, who was surgeon-in-chief at the time and uh, team doctor for the Giants. He was what I consider my uh, surgical father. You know, they, they, they talk about surgeons being in, um, you know, when you first start off, you're kind of cutting your teeth and, and getting things down, and then you're in the sweet spot of your practice when you're 15 years to 30 years out, and you've kind of, you've learned everything from all the surgeries you've done, and, and you're willing to try some new things. And then as you uh, get further along, 
you're a little less willing to try new things because you've mm -hmm. found out the ones that work. Mm -hmm. I think Dr. Warren is, is very unique in the fact that even well into um, the later stages of his practice, he's still perfectly willing to uh, investigate new techniques and procedures, and he really just has an incredibly inquisitive mind as to trying to make surgery better and, and gain better outcomes for the patients. You know, I had the great Hall of Famer, future Hall of Famer, Tony Gonzalez on the show as a guest, and I asked him after 17 seasons of being in the NFL, whose voice do you hear in your head, I said, when you're on the field for the Kansas City Chiefs and the Atlanta Falcons? You know, which coach? He says, Dr. Clapper, I don't hear my NFL coaches in my head. I don't hear my college coach in my head. You know whose voice I hear in my head every time I run down that field to catch a ball? I hear my high school coach. And it's, it's true. All these years, 26 years I'm in practice, I hear every time I do knee surgery, hip surgery, shoulder surgery, I still hear Dr. Ranawat, the first guy who taught me to tell us all, the eyes don't see what the mind doesn't know. You hear that voice from the first person who taught you about stuff. So it's interesting to continue to pay homage to the guys who actually, and women, who really taught us to, to be surgeons way back when. And it's really, he's very proud of you, I'm sure, because you've now carried the torch and the legacy continues. So keep thinking big thoughts, making the mousetrap better. And I want to thank you so much, Greg, for joining us today. Hey, nice talking to you. Okay, talk soon, Take Greg. Care, Robbie. Enjoy, the, enjoy the rest of your vacation with your family. Bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. Warriors. It's just, doesn't it give you a warm, fuzzy feeling? That's a guy you're talking to who's looking at the world differently. Can you imagine a world where you don't need a graft anymore to rebuild an ACL? Who would even think of such a thing? But it takes minds like that to see, to see the mousetrap, and it could constantly be improved. All right, coming up next, we'll take your calls. We're going to get into a golfer's elbow. Hmm, that'll be interesting. Uh, wait till you hear the clap revision for that. You're listening to the Weekend Warrior Show on ESPN LA 710.